Welcome to a pretty neat podcast with Thomas and Roby. I'm Thomas. And I'm Roby. And this is our pretty neat podcast. Today, uh, we're joined by a very special guest, our buddy Kevin from Los Angeles, California. Hey, How are you, Kevin? On, guys? Yeah, no, I'm pretty stoked. Uh, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to be here. It's pretty awesome. So, Kevin, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, what's your life passion, et cetera, where you live. Just kidding. And what's my sign? Your address. Uh, yeah, my yeah. Security, number. security number. Uh, yeah, what my taxes look like this year. Um, no, so uh, my name's Kevin. Um, I've known uh, Roby for a few years, and uh, Thomas, I've known you for, for a handful of years and before that. So, uh, Thomas, when, I, when we met, yeah, we, we met at, at San Diego Comic Con. I don't even know what year it was now. I mean, it has to have been at least like, what, 10 years ago or something like that? Yeah, um, dude, I think it was 2010. You were living in Denver. Oh, yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah, so I yes. was 22. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Yeah, so you were living in Denver. I was in Albuquerque. And um, I went out and uh, road trip with, with Mikey, Lena, and my brother. And uh, yeah, we, we met up there. And we had a blast. And that was kind of a tradition for you know a handful of years. And then, Roby, I met you a handful of years um, after that. And that was after I'd already moved to L.A. And you're like me, Roby. You're you're uh, New Mexican, but you're you're living in LA now. Is that uh, right? Sort of. I'm originally from here, but moved to my entire family's from New Mexico for the most part. Uh, which actually, I found out a lot more about that, but I'll get into that later. But uh, I moved <laughs> to moved to Albuquerque after I graduated high school. But it, Albuquerque wow. was always like a second home for me because like my mom lived out there, my whole other family lived out there so my whole life was spent visiting so yeah like i'm technically like i'm from la but i'm like an albuquerque kid and then okay yeah same for me like i have no idea where i'm from like i grew up in new york city but was in albuquerque after that and then now i'm in la and i've been here for uh i guess it's uh a bit over five years now um which is you know it's, it's a chunk of time um but yeah so so i've known you guys for for a handful of years always had a lot of fun um just hanging out, talking about beer, um, doing whatever. Um, Tom, I've, I've been able to see you uh, work for a handful of different breweries, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah. So <laughs> Now I'm with your favorite brewery. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's super funny because I, I remember that um, back in the day, even when you were, were somewhere else, I would always, like, we would chat and I'd be like, oh man, Odell. Like I was kind of like a, a bit of a fanboy. Um, right, I just loved what they were doing in, in Fort Collins. You know, like Foco is one of my favorite places. It's so uh, awesome. Really in the U.S. I used to go all the time. I had friends that went to CSU, and I just love the uh, kind of beer culture there. Like it's it's almost like a European kind of <laughs> kind of vibe there. Like everyone's just riding their bikes around between the yeah. breweries, and it's a college town. Like it feels like you're in the Netherlands or something. But it's so Odell much fun. Was, yeah, Odell always stuck out, and their beer. They've just been making such good beer for a long time, and then you know now you're working there. So it's, and uh, you get it in California now at Trader Joe's. It's, it's, that's what I heard. Yeah, you, you tell me. We we haven't got. We went to one Trader Joe's, and, and it was one of the ones that isn't carrying them um, yet. So it's pretty unfortunate, but we'll find them one of these days. Yeah, so. hell yeah, get some sipping pretty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's such a good beer. Leanne loves it, so it's great. You're right, and plus it matches yeah. your tube. <laughs> it does match our uh, our enormous, obnoxious um, tube that we take down to the pool. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. The branding on that is so cool. I think it's like the beer is good, but like it's this really just kind of in your face, like pink floral hummingbird branding. And, you know, it's really interesting when you look at that can and what you, what you, um, Abel did with that. Um, I think initially you kind of look at it and you're like, wow, like they, this is like, it has kind of this like weird, cool, colorful, feminine vibe. And you, and you think like, well, were they were were they worried about putting that out? Like it would be right um, too emasculating for dudes. And I feel like it's the exact opposite. Like they just leaned into that really like colorful palette, and um, <laughs> everyone loves it. Like it's super super cool. Like I saw that you guys have like the I think uh, the shirts like the button ups now. Yeah, dude. I'm that like, every yeah. freaking uh, we were at a beer festival up there, and every single dude ever had that shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the cool things in California, I guess, is that like we're just starting to get Odell, so 
if I got it, um, it would, uh, it, it would be the first guy that has the Odell party shirt in LA, but, um, yeah, probably oh, yeah. Wouldn't last for, it probably wouldn't that shirt's last so sick. It's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got a Odell varsity jacket. I do. Yeah. I have a, a varsity jacket and I, I honestly have more kind of Odell gear than I care to admit. Um, <laughs> that's how Roby is. I, 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 I was getting their stuff before it even worked there. Like I've just been kind of a big fan of them. I have like a, one of the, um, IPA cycling jerseys that they made oh, hell years yeah. ago now. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how much I fit into that anymore. Right. So Kevin, what do you do? So what do you do on your quarantine life? Like, how's it been? What's, uh, what's the word with the COVID-19? So, yeah, I guess, you know, Roby, you and I are kind of in a similar position in that LA County has kind of been, uh, it's like the hardest hit area within California right now. So like, um, I think, uh, more like about more than half of all of the deaths in California have come from LA County. So it's kind of weird and bizarre. Um, like I don't, I don't know anyone who's, um, who's passed away or anything like that, but, um, the stay at home order is pretty, pretty strict here. And so, um, yeah, I don't think it's the same as like, um, in some other parts of, of the U S that are a bit loose, like we're pretty strict here. Um, but yeah, I guess it's, it's one of those things that like Leanne and I talked about that you'll chat with your friends, especially now, cause we're like what, a month and a half into stay at home and you're, you're excited to talk to your friends and, and catch up, but you realize that you, you ran out of stuff to talk about cause no one's doing anything, you know? Right. Right. So yeah, the conversations are usually fairly similar. Hey, so what's new? It's like, uh, yeah, you nothing wrong for a while. So, I mean, yeah, we've been keeping busy and picking stuff up, but, um, yeah, uh, you know, one thing that I actually have been doing that I, I has been kind of a godsend is, um, a lot of the really cool, uh, local breweries, um, in LA have been doing kind of delivery or kind of just like pickup orders. And so I've been checking out uh, a handful of different spots out here and just trying beers that I hadn't like breweries that I haven't tried and I've been wanting to get into. So that's actually been pretty, pretty dang cool. Hell yeah. yeah. What, about what about you, Roby? How, yeah, how's, uh, how, how's your quarantine life being? Just playing all the video games? Yeah, just uh, more of the same, honestly. <laughs> yeah, the, for all the people that listen every week, it's just like me and Roby, like, bored out of our mind. Um, and like, just hope... Oh, go on. Oh, I was gonna say it's just it's nice to have a, a guest on, so we have something like new to talk about. Yeah, every week now. <laughs> yeah, it's now a a podcast with Thomas and Roby and someone else always. Yes. Oh yeah, what color? What what colors do you want, Kevin, for your your poster or your little Instagram post? Oh, you guys, do you guys develop posts? That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, well, we make you... you choose two colors that blend together. Can you make make mine the uh, sipping pretty uh, palette? Yes. Oh man, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll lean into that. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll do that. White and pink and blue and teal. Yeah, yeah. Sign me. I up. can do that. Cool. cool. I'll do that. Um, but yeah, for quarantine life for me is getting a Arizona is getting ready to reopen um, May fifteenth, and bars are going to be able to open or restaurants. So. I'm back out there kind of forging relationships again and just trying to be there for everyone. Um, but yeah, it's just been a lot of getting up at three thirty, four thirty in the morning and going to stock shelves before stores open. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. And that's really it. Have you anyone try to get really close to you when you're out um, going to stores? Not too bad. And I'm usually there before they open. Like, I'm only like, and when I'm there, when they're open, I'm literally stocking shelves. So they're not really talking to me as much. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. If they don't have a mask on and stuff, I won't talk to them. 
Yeah, I can I can see you getting testy with folks that try to get too close. To no, you. I do not. I am. You're talking like drunk Tom on a on a bus in Comic Con. Do you know who I am? My name is Tom. Oh, yeah. I work for AMC's Fighting The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, I was so drunk. What did I steal? What did we steal? Like that we giant stole, Walking yeah, Dead cutout. Yeah, we stole this directional sign um, that said, yeah, AMC's The Walking Dead. And it was, they had one of like the zombie runs um, during Comic-Con in the Petco Park. And so they had all these directional signs to get you there. And for some reason, we thought it'd be a good idea to just like steal one of them off of like a chain link fence. And it was massive. (laughs) And it had like an arrow on it and everything. And like people were just staring at us because we were, you know, a couple of just belligerently drunk guys in the middle of downtown San Diego. And, and during Comic-Con, people are out. Like, it's just tons of people out, and everyone's just looking at us. And Tom's like, don't worry, don't worry. I work for AMC's The Walking Dead. Dude, and I was, like, blacked out. That's amazing. Dude, that trip. So we're, what, I'm 22. Kevin, how old are you at that time? Uh, I mean, how old are you now? Well, so I think that was our second or third time there, but I'm I'm 28 now. Okay, so you were underage. No, no, because I was de- no, I was. It, I think it wasn't when you. It was the one after. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So, so you're 21, 24. Yeah, I was definitely maybe just drinking age. Yeah. Okay, but your brother wasn't. No, he wasn't, but they still let him in the. Bar. Yeah, we let oh, him in the bar, and he just ordered cool. a drink with us. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But we uh Brian, looks, Brian also looks older than I do. So uh I don't think he had any yeah, any issues. That dude has like a pretty good beard and stuff. Like meanwhile I'm over here just trying to grow some whiskers, but yeah, he he looked he fit in just fine. That night was so crazy. We drank so much. It was it was massive. Um yeah, it was it was bad. And you know, and, and Tom, you and I are usually pretty good about like Ordering good beers, and especially in San Diego, it's such a good like oh, yeah. craft beer. City. We just did shots. We did shots that night, which is like tequila. so uncharacteristic yeah. of, of us. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we did tequila and Jameson shots. Like we were yeah, dude. Just we were on a back. bender. Yeah. That was it's a just, fun Comic Con. Yeah, it was a blast, man. I, I, I want to go I, back so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who knows when, when that'll be though? Like all the, yeah. the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know life is weird now. Yeah. Um, Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. So, uh, Roby, what uh, video games are you playing this week? Uh, I'm still, dude. I'm still on Minecraft. <laughs> That's all I've been yeah. playing lately. It's so much fun because I. So I have a I have a server up with uh, some friends and then uh, some some family as well. So it'll I'll jump in. It'll be like five of us all just playing and building random shit and. We just we just technically like kind of beat the game in like the only sense you really can in that game by uh, killing killing the Ender Dragon as it's called. It's a pretty big deal, you know. Mm. I mean, damn, you're famous. Not not trying to flex or anything, but yeah, we Roby dot Diamond Roby Diamond dot TV <laughs> underscore TV underscore TV. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, all I've been doing is, as everyone knows, is is my normal selling turnips and fishing and catching bugs and stuff like that and animal crossing so my village just got a five-star rating i don't know if i touched base on that last week but i'm pretty pumped who uh yeah. who rates it how, how does the rating system work on that? i think he just rated it himself i think that's what no it no there's legit <laughs> yeah, i will show you a goddamn screenshot <laughs> no i got if you go talk to isabella who's in like city hall and they're like She's like, you you have them evaluate your town, and I got five fucking stars, nice. and I'm hyped. <laughs> of like how much furniture you have, your paths, your bridges, your inclines, um, the amount of like furniture you've crafted in certain areas, the amount of trees you have, the amount of flowers you have. It's a lot. Uh, it's hard to get five stars. Yeah, but I, I got mean, it, Roby. I don't know if you know this, but but um, Tom works for AMC's The Walking Dead, so and I'm kind of a big uh, deal. It's kind of a big deal. It's got five star villages and things. Like I mean, how this guy started, dude? And I just built a basketball court. Fucking hyped. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty legit. 
that sounds cool. Um, so, Kevin, since you don't play video games, we'll go to something more your forte. Uh, what no, beer no, are you I, drinking? I, I, can, I can talk. Like, I mean, if y'all want to talk about what you've done, I'll just make fun of you while, while you do it. But it's well, uh, this is it. Like, we're, we've been playing the same video game for the last, like, 200 episodes. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say one thing is, is uh, just kind of a funny story around, like, so yeah, I told you guys this, but I, I am well outside of um, kind of... Uh, video games and i thought about getting a switch right when quarantine was starting but then um i was going to get started on some other hobbies and i was like you know if i if i get that then that's like what i'm going to be doing just like playing playing games and so i was like i'll just hold off for now um but like i have this old ps3 that i used to play blu-rays and um you know uh leanne um roby i don't think you've met leanne but but um tom you've met um leanne yeah she's awesome a bunch of times you, you know, we hung out and had a really good time and so she's super funny because she's from Australia and she, you know, and out there it's like the violence and like violent crime and stuff doesn't really exist. So she doesn't really like violent films and, you know, it's just not really her, her speed. Um, but the other day, like I was pulling out like old Blu-rays and stuff and I was like, well, we can try to pull up a game on the, on the PS3. She's like, I don't like any of the games that you would have. It's too violent. And I was like, I don't know. So I was just like pulling out like. Have you showed her John uh, Wick yet? Yeah. Yeah, right. Ah, man. We actually watched Drive the other day, which was pretty... Uh, oh, my God. I think she, she was scarred for, for life after that one. I think the worst part about that is that she got really enthralled because it's such like a beautifully shot movie and the soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. And then like the last um, kind of a plot point for it is just like the most grotesque violence ever. So that was pretty rough. But no, so I was pulling out these games like DC Universe versus Mortal Kombat. And she was like, I don't want to play that. She's like, well, actually, um, I remember I used to play uh, Grand Theft Auto with my my brother. Do you have that? And I'm like, you're complaining about violent video games, and you want to go and like curb stomp strippers? Like, what is that? Jesus. So, um, but uh, yeah, we haven't we haven't played. So yeah, that's uh, that's as far into video games as I get. Um, so <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Can't can't relate to some of the newer stuff. No, that was amazing. Yeah, that was a good story. We're pro this. Um, so what beer are you drinking, Kevin? Oh, man. Um, so I am drinking a um, double dry hopped double IPA. Um, and it's actually Fancy. a collaboration beer between um, Highland Park Brewery and Modern Times. Um, oh, wow. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. You know, it's, uh, it's actually uh, kind of tame. Like, it's, uh, IBUs would be pretty low. Um, but man, it's it's like floral and, and kind of a bit fruity. Uh, I don't know. It's just a really tasty beer. I can get behind it. Um, and you know, we know Modern Times so well. They do just awesome, awesome beer. But Highland Park, um, especially like in the LA area, they have like a really good reputation. They've won the LA IPA Challenge um, a handful of times. Um, they're just such a such a good brewery, and they opened a tap room in Chinatown here probably been about a year and a half maybe two years ago now but the tap room is awesome uh just the beer coming out of that brewery is, is pretty tremendous and so this is a is a cool one as soon as i saw that they did a collab with modern times which is another one of my favorites i was like absolutely i'm, I'm, I'm all over that so pretty stellar beer nice right now i'm currently drinking nectar of the night from bottle logic it is nice. and with um and it's a collaboration with this their artist who does the artwork for Campy Creatures, that game that I destroyed Roby in. And <laughs> that I let you in in? That I destroyed you in. It wasn't even a contest. I um, beat you my first time playing a game. Oh, yeah. Cool. If it's not a video <laughs> game, you can't win. Um, <laughs> but it's a tart ale brewed with blood orange and raspberries. And it literally pours like blood colored. It's wow. delicious. Slightly tart raspberry little sourness to it nice it's really good beer yeah so yeah this and then uh all i do is uh drink beer occasionally and then watch a lot of tv yeah, yeah. i just finished yeah. uh what did i just finish um big little lies the first season yeah. have you watched that no i've not it's, it's fucked so up it's on hulu you need to watch yeah. it yeah it's it's the one that has uh it's like Reese Witherspoon and yeah, and, uh, yeah the, so the director was is um yeah right right yeah 
director's <laughs> Australian. Um, yeah, so the reason I so know that is... So Leanne knows her? Knows him well, or her? Kind of. Uh, not not <laughs> personally, but... So we get invited to this like Australian gala every single year. It's way too fancy for who we actually are as human beings, but... um it's it's usually held in in la actually i think it's always held in la and (laughs) a couple of years ago they it's it's pretty like it's it's black tie and all that that stuff and they invite all these like australian celebrities and stuff and kind of honor people and so the the director for that and i think the primary writer she was being honored at the event so they had like an entire thing about it and so that's why i know that bit of um random information but uh, that event's super cool. Like you, you see a bunch of people, and you're like, "Wow, I had no idea that person was Australian." Like Isla Fisher, Isla Fisher's super Australian, you know. Yeah, it's pretty, like, <laughs> Not just right, Australian, maybe. but super Australian. Super Australian. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, I think she got famous, and no, no one in the U.S. would know this, but she got famous because she was um, an Australia uh, Australian soap opera actor, and then um, and she, she loves steak up. and lobster. Yeah, and and uh, Borat apparently. So. Oh yeah! Oh my God, she's so hot. I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, Borat. Yeah, she's married to Borat. Borat's wife. Yeah, it's Borat's uh, wife. Wedding Crashers. She's from Wedding Crashers. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's just like one of those names that you wouldn't necessarily know, but as soon as you saw her face, you're like, oh wow, yeah, like that is that's yeah, that's. I wouldn't expect Australia either. One hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. No one thinks she's Australian. Like, I told you. Sorry, I didn't give that context good enough. So. Uh, <laughs> bad there. Uh, what are you drinking, Roby? Uh, I am drinking some H2O. La- we don't we don't allow Roby to drink on this anymore because the I last one time bad podcast. he oh, got yeah, so. Did you listen to the Dusty one? Don't don't. Uh, uh, I don't think I did. No, you're lucky because it was awesome because Dusty is freaking the coolest dude ever. And but Roby was so drunk that he just started yelling in the podcast over I people. To, I had to cut like half of it out because it was just me being a fucking asshole. You should have left it in, man. Like I want to, I want the behind the scenes on that. Man. No, Roby dude, that is not a that. fun one. It was just, just it, it like, wasn't even entertaining. Do my worry. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> I went on a rant about how much I hate Nirvana. Yeah, it's an which interesting. Like, which I don't even like. I I dislike them. I don't hate them as much as I was saying, but I kept going yeah. on and on because I was just a fucking drunken idiot. That's also one of those things. It's like that's not a position anyone needs to take. Not because yeah. like you're not allowed to your like to have your opinion, but like like relevance. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it was such a stupid. I don't know. Yeah. So with that, that's an awesome segue to our next section. We're getting better. Look at this. Look at that. We just bounced away three sections without even mentioning it. It's so natural. Um, wow. Kevin, uh, so every episode we uh, pick a song that we've been listening to a lot. Uh, sometimes share an upcoming album if there's anything we're excited for. Talk about our current album we've been listening to or that we like a lot. And then uh, go back with a throwback album, which is five years or older. That's it. It's not really a throwback. It's just a slightly older album that we want to talk about. So uh, we'll we'll start with you, Kevin. Uh, break down your your list. Okay, cool. So you want me to just do them in order? Just do it in order. Song on repeat. All right. So song on repeat right now is actually um, Sinu, um, S-I-N-E-W, um, by the band Purity Ring. And I love Purity Ring. Um, Purity Ring's they're... the girl singer, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're like yeah, this kind they're of so like good. Facey like churches. Pop. Yeah, yeah, but I think better than those. Like maybe unpopular opinion, but I actually think that Purity Ring is a lot better than Churches. Um, right, but fight them. They they haven't put them in in a long time. I mean, it's been years. Like I'm gonna look it up so I get it right. Um, but years um, since they put out an album, and um, the album that they just put out, Womb, um, it came out while we were in self isolation. So I think either late. March I didn't even or know they had a new it. album. It's so good. You gotta They're check like it a- out. They're like an older like emo band, right? No, no, you're thinking of the Promise Ring. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm thinking of the Promise Ring then. Nah, yeah, you are. Theater yeah. Ring's awesome. Yeah, they're like synth pop, but quite spacey. Like they're not super upbeat. It's a two piece. It's um so the the 
a female singer and then the guy who runs like all the synth in the back um he plays on this really weird like crystal drum set it's just basically like a, an enormous midi controller but it, it's crazy like if you go to one of their shows it's very like experiential and stuff in fact um i went to go the only time i've ever seen them live was at the el rey in um, new mexico in albuquerque um and mikey and lena were there um and you know we just had like an absolute blast they're, they're super good live um they're so yeah, good they just, they just put out this album and uh it's it's really good in fact it was really close to being my um album album pick but the album that i decided to go with but for a couple of reasons i'll get in there in a minute it was, it was also just really awesome but this song sinew is like one of those ones that you listen to and uh as soon as it's done you want to listen to it again and uh yeah, I've, I've just enjoyed it a lot i've enjoyed the album all together but i'm really glad they're still putting out music like it's it's pretty exciting to me and yeah it's been yeah five, i didn't know they years. came out with a new album yeah five years since the, since that last album so i would it was right before i moved to la that they put out that last album and that way i would have seen them in in albuquerque so uh yeah great great song check it out um, a lot of fun um the upcoming album that i'm pretty excited about is an album called um the soft ache in the moon um and it's by a songwriter named richard edwards um he actually is uh the primary songwriting force behind the old band um margo and the nuclear so-and-sos uh so margo and the nuclear so-and-sos are like kind of this bulky cool band um i guess it's probably been a decade since they were popular but they had the the song broad ripple is burning which was super famous and it's like super sad boy really good music um but he in the last couple of years has put out a couple of albums um under his own name richard edwards and he's just a really incredible songwriter a fantastic singer um and uh this new album i think is going to be is going to be really good there's a couple tracks already that he's put out on spotify or or just online in general um and uh just it's it's a lot of fun bulky kind of um uh pretty upbeat uh, um but he has just a very unique voice i think some folks might think it's a little whiny but i i he's just crazy talented so so, yes, uh, so that's going to be super. super with that, we uh, we put everything on a playlist for each episode. We need to update the last two episodes, I think. Um, but we'll uh, we'll have you create a playlist out of these songs, and we'll post it on Spotify and Apple Music. Oh, awesome! That's super exciting. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's fun because then we get to hear new stuff. Right. Yeah. I think one of the reasons I'm super excited as well is when you when you asked me to pick an upcoming album, so so much has kind of gone dark right now because for a lot of reasons, no one knows what's what tomorrow is going to look like. And right. um, you know, so but that album is coming out in June, and I think it's going to be a really cool, fun one. And um, I'm just really excited to hear the guy awesome music. Hell yeah! Nice, uh, nice. So the album. Nice. The album that I'm listening to right right now, like my current album that um is is really good. Uh I mean it's it sounds <laughs> it sounds so like um, anticlimactic when you just say something's really good, but it really is that good. Is an album called Black Habits by artist D Smoke. So it's hip hop. And nice. uh yeah, D Smoke nice. is in, in he's based out of Inglewood. Um, and, uh, he's, I think he's probably been in the scene for a handful of years, but, um, you know, has been starting to get pretty big. Um, recently he won like a, a hip, like a rap competition that was put on by a bunch of famous rappers. I think like Chance the Rapper and, uh, Cardi B and, and T.I. Um, so he ended up winning that thing and, um, he's awesome. He, he, uh, is completely fluent in Spanish. So he raps in, in English and in Spanish and like this album, the reason I, I am so stoked on it is that it just talks about a lot of really important current, um, the current events and, and uh, kind of trials of society in, in a way that I haven't heard a lot of people do it. And so that's why I was like, yeah, this is an album that should definitely be highlighted because every single track is like really good Snoop Dogg's featured on it. Like there's some really good features and um, yeah, there's uh, what's it? Uh, black 
I think it's actually no. I think it's the um, uh, the title track. Um, Black Habits is is just uh, it's just awesome. So worth checking out. Um, if you speak any Spanish at all, like you're gonna be <laughs> crazy surprised when you like hear this dude going because yeah, he's he's awesome. So and local to, to LA, like Inglewood native, and I think he's been doing a lot of stuff for the community. So pretty pretty stoked on it. Worth checking out for sure. Nice. I've been getting into uh, a lot more. I mean, I've always loved hip hop. Just from when I was a kid, I had an older brother and growing up in LA, um, you can't like escape it. Uh, so I've been trying to like go back and like re-listen to stuff that I liked when I was younger and trying to find new stuff too. But I like, I don't like a lot of the, the stuff that's out right now. So, so hearing about this is giving me hope. I'm going to have to check out more artists like this. I hear you too. Cause I think like a lot of the stuff that is popular right now is kind of like trap. Like trap is very big yeah, right now. Like that, like Atlanta that based hip hop, like that that old school hip hop sound, like real instruments. Yeah, like a nice, you know, it's like a a, a a chilled drum beat with like a nice bass line over it, and someone just rapping over that. You yeah, know? you're gonna love this dude, man. <laughs> nice. He's like a he's like a classically musician, like is an incredible pianist, and is is he's just really smart and really kind of fantastic. I think his um. His mom was a backup singer um, for like Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson oh, and a bunch oh, nice. of people. So yeah, he grew up in like a kind of like a gospel household with just like, so he's, he's very, very talented. Like, and I think that's why I got so excited about this album. Cause I'm saying is you, Robbie, like it's, I mean, I've had in the last few like years, I've been maybe like one a year or two a year, like hip hop albums. And I'm like, this is pretty good. But like the majority of stuff is out. I'm like, this isn't necessarily my style, but right, this right. came out and I was like, man, this is different. It's not, it's not bad. It's just not something I would go out of my way to like listen to. Yeah, no, you totally get it. Yeah, absolutely. And then what's your uh, throwback album, your classic? All right. So I don't know that this would ever be considered a classic. Well, but... it's just a throwback album. <laughs> yeah, we used to call it classic album. Then we're like, uh, let's not. <laughs> um, the album that I've been listening to a lot, and it, it definitely came out over five years ago because I think uh, when it came out, um, Ben Gibbard was still drinking, and that dude's been sober forever. He's like, a, he's is he really? Yeah, he's a he's a recovering alcoholic. I think he's been what? sober for. Is like, that why him and Zoe Deschanel broke up? I don't know if that's the reason why, but I don't think it helped. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I think this album would have come out either while they were still together or um, like right after they split. Um, but it, the album is called One Fast Move or I'm Gone. And it was a collaboration album that um, Ben Gibber did with Jay Farrar. So Jay Farrar from like Sunvolt and uh, he used to be like an Uncle Tupelo with um, uh, uh, a guy from Wilco, um, Jeff Tweedy. And um, so, yeah, Jay Farrar and Ben Gibbard brought this album, and um, it's been a while since it's been out. I don't think a lot of people listen to it, frankly. It's this, um, like, Americana folk album. But the entire concept behind it is um, it was a soundtrack for a uh, documentary about Jack Kerouac's Big Sur. Um, oh, and so, what? yeah, it's... it's and so all of the lyrics are Jack Kerouac writings. They just... Oh, took stuff God. out of Big Sur and then put it to like Americana folk like like music that they wrote to it and it is so good nice. like it is an incredible album super different especially considering that like neither Jay or Ben do Americana music so it's guys who are very much out of their element doing this yeah and um it's it's definitely worth checking out like it's it's an incredible album and I've recently rediscovered it, and I'm I'm listening to it probably more than anything else I went through on this list. Like it's, it's so have good. You, have you listened to Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties? I I I haven't. No, is it worth checking out? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very similar. So it's it's uh, a Soupy from the Wonder Years or Dan Campbell. Okay. I don't think he goes by Soupy anymore. I don't know. It's his uh, side project, and it's in the it's kind of like folky. Uh, and it's uh, it's a it's like a concept thing, but it's very much because the Wonder Years always talk about like Kerouac and Hemingway and like those like uh, American classic authors, and it's kind of him telling a story in that style, but over over like songs. And albums, wow. and it is kind of folky, and it's it's really cool. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, I, I he also does a mean Taylor Swift cover. 
<laughs> of yeah. all too well. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. The Dan Campbell. That's, yeah, that's really good. That's that's cool. And then I, uh, I see you got an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, I do. And so I was going through all these these albums and songs, and I was like, oh yeah. And so this one didn't really fit because it's not something that I listen to a lot, but it's an album um, that I think just folks should know about, especially considering Hell how. Yeah and self-isolation and quarantining and stuff and you know it can, it can get kind of heavy sometimes just yeah, being dude. at home and not having that much to do and sometimes you just kind of want to some quiet time and to, to meditate or do something just kind of to relax and um, there was an album that came out about uh, maybe it's been three months ago it's pretty recent um, and it's called Music for Silence um, by Nick Murphy is the um, artist. So Nick Murphy used to go by the stage name Chet Faker. Um, oh, so yeah, 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 very good. Okay, cool. So he, yeah, he changed his name because he, he's going by his actual name now, um, Nick Murphy. But you know, Chet Faker's, yeah, Roby, you know Chet Faker well. Yeah. He's really talented, um, awesome, uh, you know, uh, songwriter. Does a lot of um, kind of like electronic um, pop, but like really cool downbeat stuff um but recently i think he was having just kind of some he he just just wanted to do some kind of reflection and so he locked himself this would have been probably i I imagine late last year um or maybe early this year who knows i don't know how long it took him to get the album out but he locked himself in some church in in the middle of i think like upstate new york and um just with like a grand piano and recording equipment and I think was there for like a week and was just playing music, like just instrumental music. Um, and it's just like, he just recorded the entire session, like literally a week worth of just him being in a random old church, ambient, uh, piano music. And, uh, and so eventually he went through all those files and just cut it into an album. And so it's a really cool, completely instrumental, very relaxing album and it's like i recommend it to anyone who's just like wanting to listen to something that's so laid back like impossibly laid back like meditation style music but like he's such a talented artist that like you get so so much richness in it um it's not boring by any means so worth checking out for sure nice yeah i want to check that out that sounds cool yeah i'm excited for this playlist that's my favorite is going back and listening to these playlists because it's a bunch of music that I don't normally listen to. Yeah. Right. Well, cool. So just, yeah, on that Google doc, just add to that playlist that you see down there and just add the songs you want. You can, we do sometimes like two from each album or something if we want. Okay. Just that, to put some time on it or you can do more too, if you want. Yeah. That, no, that's, that's actually kind of perfect. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely pick a couple from those. Um, I'm stoked because I think these are, these are songs that people are going to get behind, or at least not a lot of folks are going to listen to it like immediately. And it's pretty diverse, like the the track list. So hell yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really excited to hear what what y'all are are listening to though. So like, Tom, what what are you? What's what's on repeat for you right now, dude? So I'm listening to Trash uh, right now. Uh, <laughs> Smart Death, uh, headed to my funeral has been the song that like I can't stop listening to because it's so catchy. Have you listened to it yet, Roby? Was that the uh, the my heroine? No, uh, yeah, yeah, same guy. Yeah. Oh, same guy, just different song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, so, I haven't listened to that one yet, but I listened. Yeah, I listened to the the one that you. Said. It's very. Uh, it's like for fans of um, like Goth Boy Click, all of those guys, and Little Peep, Little Peep, and stuff like that. It's that like kind of like emo rap, not rap, but I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it's like sort of, uh, they're calling it emo rap, but I know what you mean. It's not. Yeah, like, it's mm. not rapping, though. Like, it's yeah. singing and auto-tune and all this stuff. But that song <laughs> is so catchy. It's like two minutes long, and I just can't stop listening to it. And I'm like, God damn it, why am I doing this? But it's it's really good. It's fun. It's just very, very catchy. And check it out. Um, upcoming albums that I'm super excited for. Uh, Driveways, one of my favorite bands out of, I believe they're out of Massachusetts um is coming out with a new album called epilogue on may 15th the song that they previewed uh is is so good and this band is so good like they do some of the best covers and like their their song skeletons is straight out of 
like uh, Stranger Things. He's got like a synth okay. that opens up, and it's so yeah. good. And his voice is so unique and just really clear and good. And um, and their cover of uh, which one did I like? The, uh, what was the one? Uh, that cover of like Old Country Road, right? Is that that song with uh, the rapper and uh, Miley Cyrus's the, dad? Lil Nas X. Yeah, yeah, that song. Yeah. They covered that, and then he also they they also covered um, uh, the one about what is it? It's XX Tension. That guy. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They covered yeah. another song by him, and it's so good. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Uh, yeah, Tension. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming I don't. It's, it has a lot of X's in front. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's so good though. And then my. Next one, my current album, as I've been listening to a lot of covers lately, because I love covers, because I'm trash, once again. Um, <laughs> it's just, I don't, I don't know why I love covers so much, but I really do. Uh, it's the album uh, Songs That Saved My Life, Volume 2. And it's a bunch of pop punk bands doing covers. So they got Real World, which is a Matchbook 20 cover, which is money. Then they have mm. um, Silverstein Does Disarm. Um, with confidence, does drops of Jupiter the chain the wow. trains yeah. train cover? Song, okay. Dude, it's so good. And Wait, I also the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was the last Disarm one. You with this, uh, yes. yes, that's right. Okay, okay. Track. That's a good song. Yeah, and then really Wick, Wicked Game, uh, nice. the weekend song. Yeah. And then yeah, what's okay. another one? Uh, yeah. And then Shake It Out was another cover. Some more T Swift. I think it was uh, Caesars, right? Yeah. Was it, it was, was Dollskin. Oh. And uh, then, hey, New Year's Project is Death Cab for Cutie, right? Uh, New Year's Project, I think, was... No, well, well, this is the New Year's Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, New Year's Project, right? No, New Year's Project, I think, was... What it, was it Further Seems Forever? Or, I don't know what... But yeah, it's those are not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay i don't know yeah. but they have that on it too but it's just such a good album and yeah. a collaboration of covers which get me going yeah the I opposite see. of grind my gears they move <laughs> with my gears nice. yeah um, cool. and and then the throwback album is so today literally real world came on shuffle matchbox on that 20. cover yeah. and yeah. yeah matchbox 20 man so I just listened to, this is more of a playlist I listened to rather than an album, but it was like their essentials. So it was like all their best hits. It was like 3AM and Push. Fuck. Yeah. Real World. I love 90s like pop rock. <laughs> yes. Don't get me started, man. Don't get me started. Yeah, I'll Dude. go. I'll talk for ages, man. I'll, yeah, I'll talk. I'll, Last I'll, week I'll was Third Eye Blind. Blind. This week, match, Third Eye Blind. Match, oh my God, Matchbook 20. Train. Ah. Freaking all of them. All day. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because they're so poppy but they have like such bad lyrics like negative <laughs> lyrics like they're not happy right that was yeah. the 90s yeah well, it's great yeah was it that Third Eye Blind Semi-Charmed Life is like all about uh, just like doing so, crystal, crystal meth, meth. <laughs> <laughs> the entire song is about doing crystal meth and you're just listening to it and you're like yeah. yeah, and it is it's the most, like, the roughest lyrics you would ever imagine. Yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah I remember when I was growing up, they had it. We had this station, like, called, like, Light FM, like, L-I-T-E FM. And it was, like, the mom station, like, played, like, all these songs that were, like, really soft and, like, unpoppy stuff. But, like, for moms, essentially. And Third Eye Blind was on it, and that song specifically. Right, because no one... <laughs> pays attention for the most part i mean most people don't i would say they just hear the song and they're like oh yeah this is fun this is so catchy yeah. doing crystal yeah. meth will lift you up to your brain <laughs> oh oh did he just say that yeah. and then bad. uh roby what have you uh what's your song on repeat right now so all mine are just straight up like pop punk 2009 to like 2016 pop punk everything uh i just because like that's what i'm always listening to uh, but my song on repeat is Mount Hope by Mixtapes, which actually features Dan from The Wonder Years on it. It was <laughs> off a... Uh, I think it was a 2010 album. Uh, it was, I, all I know is it was even, even on the Worst Nights was the name of it. I yeah. What year. 
Um, but I think mixtapes was such an important overlooked band. It's really sad. I wish they had more, uh, more, more hype than they had. I mean, at the time for how big the scene was, they were one of the bigger bands, but, uh, I just, I don't know. I just feel like they didn't get the, the love that they deserved. Right. Yeah. Um, they like, kind of came and went. Yeah. Yeah. They put out like a decent amount. Of, oh, even on the worst sense was 2012. That was actually later than I thought. Oh, but still good. Uh, Great, great, great album, but Mount Hope was the end of the song. It's super catchy. Like I said, it has Dan in it from The Wonder Years. It's just a fun, fun song. It's still just fun to listen to and sing along to. And then uh, I don't have an upcoming album because, uh, like you were saying earlier, Kevin, it's kind of like a, things have just kind of gone dark with everything going on. I got to tell you, I was so excited when I found an album that I'm excited about that is coming out. <laughs> yeah, because when exactly. I, I saw that as a prompt. I was like, upcoming album. I'm like, is anyone putting out anything anymore? Right. Dude, yeah, that category does it like every week is like a hit or miss. Because like last few weeks have been, yeah. One of them was, uh, oh, we're excited about Neck Deep's album. And we're like, when does that come out? July. And you're like, fuck, well, we talked about it. Now we can't talk no, about it can't. again. <laughs> we just keep bringing it up every week. Yeah. yeah, so just to let you guys know, Neck Deep still come out with an album. This is a Neck Deep <laughs> fan club album or uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I think it would be appropriate to even just mention an album that just came out, too, in place of that. Because that's what that's I had true. originally done, was I put yeah. an album that just came out, which is a good album, but I don't think it's going to be as good as like the one that I actually picked for what is actually coming out. But yeah, it's a weird, weird world right now. It's like everything's on hold. Right, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, that would uh, at least let us fill that in. Next. Yeah, I think right. that's like two or three weeks in a row where I just didn't put anything. Because you don't take out. this podcast seriously. Uh, oh, I know. Last last week I did because uh, the Ghost Inside is coming up with an album. So oh yeah, I had, I had one last week. Okay. Anyway, current uh, album. Go, go, current album, go. It's almost a throwback album. It's 2016, but just right on the cusp. It was uh, like Pacific's "Distant Like You Asked." It's uh, it's such a good album. It was one I thought about for my top of the decade, but it just wasn't as good as the others, so I didn't leave it in. But this is one of those albums where uh, uh, every single time I hear, like if I'm listening to it on shuffle, and I think the f- the first song off the album is called Distant. If that song comes up while I'm listening to a playlist on shuffle, then I have to go back and listen to that full album. It's one of those oh, ones yeah. where I've listened to it front to back so many times that just I think my brain is just like, okay, we need to listen to it in this order. It's just, it's so good. They're from, I think they're from Canada as well. Canadian band. Uh, they had nice. an album after this one that was good too, but this one really stood out for me. And it's just like a, a fun, um, just like sad boy pop punk songs that sound happy. Like I, I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's and a then some, game. some such gold. I haven't yes. heard them for so long. Out in New York. Yeah, that's true. I don't remember where, but I think they were on Buffalo, right? Or, or Cooperstown, one of those. New York, yeah, because I know they had the uh, one of the songs off the. So my my throwback album was the Stand Tall EP, and one of the songs off of that is Four Super Bowls No Rings, and I think that's about the Buffalo Bills. Uh, that makes like, sense. Ninety percent sure, yeah. Yeah, nine hundred percent. Yeah, that that EP. I got into it a little bit later. It came out in two thousand nine. I got into it like the end of 2010 or so um and they didn't put out anything again till 2012 anyway so uh and all of like 2011 i was going to uh community college in new mexico not really but like i was pretending <laughs> I to go enrolled. for the most part i, I, I was enrolled in classes yeah, exactly I, I would have to i would take I the bus down there every day um, yeah. sometimes i would go to class sometimes i wouldn't but i would at least take the bus because i was living with my grandma like when i first moved and I didn't really have anywhere to stay. I stayed with my grandma for about a year. Uh, and just to, and that was kind of like the deal. Like you can live here, but you have to go to school more or less. Um, yeah. And so you would take the bus and then just go like walk over to the frontier and just like chill there the entire time. Or, <laughs> Basically. Or just go to like the UNM duck pond and stare at chicks or just whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, any and Everyone's a little bit. Woof, woof, woof. Yeah. <laughs> but I just remember on the bus. Like almost every day, I would listen to that EP because it's only four songs, I think. So it's really short, but it's it's one of those things where it's just short enough that you want more whenever it's done. Because you're like, man, I wish this was longer. I wish there were more songs. So I'd like play it on repeat a lot. Oh. 
That was yeah. yeah. I, don't, I didn't have any honorable mentions. I couldn't think that far ahead. Yeah, sorry, sorry for throwing that at y'all. I was no, like, no, no, I, was I, like, I just like want to bring something up that I feel like people should know about. <laughs> no, that's good. We appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that wraps up. Wait, episode. I, I want to fight Roby for a second. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this kidding. is gonna be the this is gonna be the extra tidbit for anyone who's stuck around this long. So like those three people. <laughs> Um, hey, we got uh, listeners in New Zealand now. True. Oh, shoot. Yeah, tell them what's up. And like, Ireland. Jacinda's doing a great job. Like, she is, like, we look awful compared to your prime minister. So, good job, Jacinda. And uh, Ireland. Oh, love Ireland. Um, oh, I want to do a. Uh, no, you go. I'll go after. I, I just want to fight you really quick. Uh, um, so, I heard that on one of the recent podcasts, you said that there isn't a whole lot of good beer coming out of LA. And I just, oh. uh, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not cool with that comment, man. Like, okay, I, uh, let me, let me tell you, let me beer. tell you why. Let me tell you why. These are the breweries I, I know of in LA. I know of Trustworthy, which is pretty decent. I know of Golden Road, which I only like like one or two of their beers. And mm-hmm. I know Angel City, which I don't really like anything. What are you doing? Do you live under a rock? Like, do you go to work and then come home? Like, what's happening, man? I work at a sports bar that has Bud Light on tap or Coors Light. <laughs> I don't know. One of those. Like, <laughs> Then how are you not, like, rushing to a brewery to try some good beer, man? There's so I, much I live in good the valley. stuff. I live in the valley. I okay. Have, I'm going to fight you again. Beer. I'm going to fight you again, Robbie. Uh, you know that, like, the one of the best, best uh original like british style cast ale breweries is based in van nuys right that's mcleod m-a-c-l-e-o-d okay i have been wanting to check out mcleod that is one that i just found out about recent i didn't think i didn't hear good things about it though no it's really good it's super traditional like they do like crazy traditional like multi beers all like casks so like you get them they're not particularly cold it's like room temp because that's like what a traditional british style ale would be super true to form like these guys are awesome like such a such a good brewery um i mean it's good stuff happening there like you mentioned a couple of other ones that are near you but like i would say in your neighborhood like probably walking distance or i mean a long walk maybe it's the valley but you you need to get over there as soon as this uh you know quarantine is over but I'm gonna fight you on a bunch of other stuff too, man. There's so much good beer in LA right now. So like uh, myself and Jeff, uh, you know, uh, Tom, you know Jeff very well. My, yeah, my we gotta get Jeff on here. Oh my, you got it. He's 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 doing awesome stuff, and, and he yeah, he'd be a lot of fun for the podcast. But we went to the 10 year anniversary party for um, Eagle Rock Brewing, which is as you know. Okay, I have had them. I, I I've had a couple things by them. Yeah. Like. They do good stuff. They have the Apopulist. Um, they have a, a handful of just really good flagship beers that come out of there. And they were the ones who kind of, um, they're like the people who pioneered the LA craft beer scene. And when you think about it, like if they just had a 10 year anniversary, that's super young. Like right. so you can't, you can't compare LA to San Diego. I know or that's, like that was kind of my, or anything. my argument is that it's too new. And like the breweries that have been around for at least the ones that I know of, I don't even like that much. Yeah. But it's cause you also mentioned a bunch of breweries that are like, that's what LA is. No, those are the beers that LA is like known for. Well, those are the beers that are distributed most widely. Right. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say they're the most like known among like the craft beer community. So, like, like, that's fair. That's fair. So, Angel City is owned by um, Sam Adams. Um, so, like, Sam Adams is still technically Ooh. independent, but massive. Um, Golden Road is owned owned by Anna Hazard Bush. Right. So, like, actually, just like mega corporate beer, and those are the couple that are on tap everywhere. And the reason they're on tap everywhere is because they're owned by those mega companies. But you're looking but I at do like, like Craftsman out in Pasadena. Craftsman is good. Like Mumford, I think was uh, one of your guests mentioned is is really good. It's in like Skid Rokio, so like right okay. between Skid Row and Little Tokyo. Yeah. Um, Mumford just does awesome stuff, and there's a handful of really good breweries just like in the middle of the Arts District near Angel City. See, so LA is so far for me. Even the Valley, it's like like Van Nuys is still a good twenty minute drive for me. You know? Yeah, man. Because I'm I'm in I'm in Burbank. So like yeah. getting into into downtown, it's like first of all, I have to drive. Dude, first or... off, I literally drive to freaking LA oh, all the time yeah. to, to get a bottle of logic in uh, Orange County and everything, bro. Right? 
Yeah, dude. From so from, from just very, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from, from Phoenix, man. But you think I'm gonna go every single day, even once a week? Like that's a lot of gas to drive. Like at once every like once in a while, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll man. do that. But Roby, not only that, but I, I have to. I'm gonna kidnap go you or something like that, man. Dude, okay, like, and, and also in all in all fairness as well, I don't go out like ever, even before the whole lockdown. I I like <laughs> to stay in and do nothing. That's why, like, I'm. I'm just play Minecraft, dude. Just play fucking Minecraft all day. No, I've, I've, I've been playing a lot of different games. It's just recently I've been stuck on on Minecraft the last like couple weeks. Yeah. Well, I'm going to mention a couple more just to close this out. But, like, okay. Mumford is doing really, really good stuff. In Arts District near Angel City, you have um, Arts District Brewing Company, actually. So Devin is the head brewer there. Um, awesome, awesome stuff. And actually, the um, same – I think um, that same ownership group started a brand-new one, which is actually at Union Station. It's called Imperial Western. And Imperial okay. Western, the food, they specialize in seafood. So they have during happy hour – like one dollar oysters it's random but awesome they have an incredible mm. oyster stout it's so good that's like a newer brewery but like really really good um just a lot of fun uh tom i know last time you mentioned uh modern times is a modern times in downtown now uh really i mean I, you didn't even need to say a whole lot about modern times they just again, i love stuff. modern times again yeah. that's downtown and that's having to deal with traffic getting out oh, man. I, i'm just telling you you gotta get out more man like even if you haven't delivered to you i'm pretty sure places are delivering all over these days if they'll deliver uh, to burbank i will 100 percent order yeah yeah i don't know who delivers to burbank but we'll figure it out one day i'm sure yeah um <laughs> all of that to be said uh the la beer community is is pretty good it's not again it's not like a massive thriving community that's been around for ages but like I could probably name like another five or 10 really solid breweries that are in LA County. Um, but like you already mentioned, Roby, kind of the conundrum of LA is that if you want to go five miles, it might take you an hour to get those five right. miles. So and like, uh, I can't go to a brewery and have a bunch of beers and try, I can have like maybe one or two because then I have to drive back. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no public transportation unless it happens to be near like the red line. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can get towards the red line, but I hear you, man. And and I, I get what you're saying, but I also just really wanted to fight you because I got offended yeah, when I heard you say that. <laughs> Hell yeah. We need more drama on this. On the- we need more drama. I should have brought sure. that up earlier. Like, I should have brought that on during the beer segment. I'm like, yeah. Island Park, I'm over here drinking like an LA native, amazing craft beer, collaboration with Modern Times, and I just want to fight Roby. Well, this is a. Uh, I've talked about this with someone before. I think, um, like, especially from like like being here, like like you would think growing up here, like I I grew up on the beach and I went all the time and I surfed. I get that all the time. Like people think that because I grew up. Like I never go to the beach because it's there. Oh, it's like, I, can, I can go. I can go anytime. It's not like yeah. a special thing where I'm like, oh, we got to go to the beach. It's like, and that's how a lot of parts of LA are for me. Everyone's like, have you done this? Have you done this? Have you done this? But when you're when it's like always been there, you have that mindset of like I could do that whenever. I don't need to rush and go do that right now. But yeah. the downside of that is it leads to you never doing a lot of these things. Yeah, until, I hear you. Until people like Tom come in town and he wants to go do these things, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I've never done that before actually. Yeah, can I I'm gonna ask you a quick question, cool. Roby? Have you ever been to Disneyland? I, maybe once. <laughs> <or twice. laughs> Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm on the same page, but uh, I, all I know is as soon as this craziness is over, I'm going to get you to go to some good-ass breweries. We'll go down to Torrance. There's so many good ones down there. It's Smog City. Monkish? Monkish is incredible. Monkish like, is doing fantastic. Is insane stuff, and that's still L.A. County. It's not easy to get to, but that's still L.A. County. Three Weavers in Inglewood. Remember I drove to Monkish? When yeah, the last I time I, I mean, saw you guys, they're so good. They're they're like they're kind of like um, what Lost Abbey's doing in San Diego, where they do these like limited release beers that you show up on the day and grab. Like they're just awesome. Monkish does some incredible like Belgian style is what they specialize in, but they do awesome stuff. All I'm saying, Roby, is I'm gonna fight you again, and uh, <laughs> after I'm done kicking your ass about LA craft beer, I'm gonna take you to a bunch of these breweries. And uh, we'll have a good time. All right, I want it. Yes, I want to be proven wrong badly. I'm gonna take you up on that once all this is blown over. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Man. All right, so that wraps up a pretty neat podcast with Thomas and Roby. Uh, Roby, where can people find you on the internet? 
Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitch. It's Roby underscore Diamond. And then you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Roby Diamond underscore TV. Cool. And Kevin, do you want to share your Instagram? Yeah. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's uh, Life Sedan for Ugo. U-G-G-O. Uh, yeah, random. Uh, and I'm I not going to go into why that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go into why that exists, but there's no spaces or anything between them. The Life Sedan for Ugo. Hell yeah. Cool. And uh, I'm Thomas DeCaro, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, etc. at Thomas DeCaro, T-H-O-M-A-S-D-E-C-A-R-O. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Kevin, thank you for being on. It was really fun. And next time, you guys can fight Rovi in person. (laughs) We'll live stream it. Yeah. You know, if quarantine goes any longer, we might just live stream it and just break quarantine and just say, like, screw it. Yeah. Cough on each other. (laughs) <laughs> that's it All right. but yeah dude uh thanks for being on uh we'll have it posted in about a week or so because we still got mikey's to post next he was just on cool yeah i'm super stoked to hear mikey's it's gonna be fun yeah dude he goes hard in the comic books <laughs> i could see mikey just going for way too long was it a long podcast it was pretty long yeah yeah all right. Well, we, we were pretty good about this one. This one wasn't particularly. Yeah. Long, so, I mean, I guess it was an hour and so <laughs> 20 minutes. Well, if I wasn't fighting Roby for the last 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. hell yeah. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Hell yeah, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having yeah. me. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Hell yeah. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Yep. Catch you guys. later. Bye. Bye.